Hello, pleasant day to you wherever you are. This is the Honeymoon Podcast, hosted by Wisdom Koshi Mensah. Welcome for this to this week's epi- episode. This week we'll be diving into bonding of children. That's how, if you have more than one children, how do they bond? And how do your children learn to bond with other children? But the, this week is more concentrating on siblings. How do siblings really bond? Um, this is uh, a very critical subject that I want us to look at. And I'm believing that by the time we are done with the 10 possible ways to help your kids to bond with each other, God will speak to you and will direct your family. I am inspired to do this because during the lockdown, I had to resolve few sibling issues where I was contacted by parents and I believe it has been an old age issue, so it needed to be resolved. So I hope that this podcast will be able to help you. So like I said earlier, the title for this podcast is 10 possible ways to help your kids to bond with each other. Now, when you go to the Bible, in Proverbs 22, verse 6, the Bible says that train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, with this scripture, many of us dwell mostly on the disciplinary aspects instead of the training aspect. So, we think that the training is to discipline. No, the training is training, and training is very important than the discipline because when the training is done well, then discipline is reduced or has no place in the child's life, sort of. So, I'm talking of discipline as in court, as in caning and uh, like giving punishment and all those things yeah that's what a lot of people uh, have in mind or that's what a lot of people do but there's more to training than discipline so when the bible said train up a child in the way he should go and when he goes or when he told he will not depart from it now it's very key the training is very key so the consistencies in your modeling in the training and modeling of that child will make that child a pleasant adult in life. So, the few things that make up the training, it's uh, one, talking, so talking as a parent, a child, listening to the child, and the child also listening to you. So you have fun with them. I think it's, I said this in my other podcast, then, um, then uh, I think you uh, introduce new experiences to your child as well then practicing good behavior before them. So these are things that, some of the things that form up the discipline. All right, so we'll go into today's word. So 10 possible ways to help your child or your kids to bond with each other. So point number one. So point number one, train your children or teach them to 
exchange gifts with each other. Train them or teach them to exchange gifts with each other. So when you train your children or you you teach them or show them the way of exchanging gifts with each other, it brings what I call or it it is what what I call it builds intimacy, unity, and love. So by teaching your children to do this, they are bringing you are helping them to build one intimacy build unity and build love so by the exchange of the gift alone it is a form of bond see when you are before you uh, when when we are dating or we are in a relationship your beloved dozing one of the things that drive that relationship is the exchange of the gift so that's the any exchange we felt like or uh, or if it's one person who just gives out there's a feeling that this relationship will not will not is not of my welfare so you have to work out of it so as children or as to as as, as children they need to bond there's a need for bonding there's a need for intimacy and the only way they can do that is by learning to give the gift to each other because if you don't love anybody, you don't love somebody or you don't like somebody, you may not be able to give a gift to the person. So you are telling your children that unconsciously that, look, when you are giving the gift, it's an act of showing love. It's an act of kindness. It's an act of likeness. So that your children know that, look, no matter whatever the circumstances, the issues are, we need to leave it behind and be able to like each other, able to uh, flow with each other. So train them to be able to learn to give gifts to each other, so they can exchange the gifts during the festive seasons or their birthdays or special occasions or or not ordinarily, ordinarily. They can exchange gifts by with each other. So that is point one. By this, when you do able to do this, they will be able to bond, and and it reduces the fight, and the and the exchange of words and things at home. Point two. They must learn to. You must teach them to learn to pray together. You must teach them to learn to pray together. In First Peter chapter three verse eight, the Bible says that finally be all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. You see, so the scripture is telling us that that having one mind, so they having one mind, will ordinarily translate to have having compassion for one another. Then there will be love and there will be brotherliness and there will be pitifulness and the one will be courteous to each other. So teach your children to learn to pray together. That is why it is good to have a family prayer, to do a family prayer. So out of that family prayer, let the siblings themselves or your children themselves or the kids themselves also learn to pray together. When they are able to do this, they will be bonding. They will be bonding. They will be bonding. They will have compassion for each other. They will be able to understand each other's issue. 
as they pray together then it's, it also brings healing so there will be a lot of hurt and this on their heart and other things but as they pray together all those things will wipe out or will go away that's there's a this statement as the family that pray together stay together so siblings same way siblings that pray together stick together and there there will be compassion there will be unity and I, I will be surprised to see somebody getting into them to break them up so a husband and a wife that prays together and they speak together communicate have conversation and things together stick together no no third party comes into them so teach your children train them if this is how you want them to be then train them teach them so that do we will to pray together as siblings even as they grow that unity will still be there point number three pray for each other pray for each other so just using the first peter three message so is it so one the, the second point is that they pray with to pray together now they pray for each other so they exchange prayer topic or one one of the uh, so when one person has an issue he tells the other person look i'm having difficulties passing my mathematics exam so when you are praying remember me in your prayer oh I have a certain I have weaknesses in <coughs> excuse me I have weaknesses in um, uh, approaching people so I want you to remember me in prayer so in reverse they know each other's weaknesses and they know the difficulties that one person have or they are the, the difficulties that they are having so what help what it does that the uh, they, they have compassion for that fellow that oh i wish I, I could have given this so they will be there i wish i could have extended my strength for him because i think she could have done better or he could have done better in that manner but because of the weaknesses so in a way it strengthened ties it strengthened their ties together so ties the ties of togetherness is strengthened so the bond becomes stronger the bond becomes stronger the bond becomes stronger so they watch out for each other they watch out for each other they watch out for each other so point four just send me to point four so that my point four is teach them to watch out for each other you teach them to watch out for each other so where there are weaknesses of each other they watch out for and they become the backbone of support in that area that the weaknesses of one other is not seen or is not shown to others just like a husband and a wife the husband covers the weaknesses of the wife and the wife covers, covers the weaknesses of the husband that is just within their domain so if a wife a wife and a husband that that that, that are born and are stronger necessarily may not go 
out and go and share their weakness with each other or to draw each other down because they are watching out for each other okay so let's teach your children to learn to watch out for this other and i'm sure that these things will also help them as they marry and they'll be able to bring up their children the same way and perhaps far better or with a better understanding and better ideas and their marriage will also be better so teach your children to watch out for each other so when they are watching out for each other it means that they are <clears throat> they are watching out for each other's interests they are watching uh, out for each other's interest then it's this also releases the so their fears they may have and their heads that with are within them but as they watch out for this other the fears are dispelled the heads are gone so the deepest fear and the deepest head they have are all gone so teach your children to do that the point five let them read books together story books whatever books let them read together it could be the bible so these are these are uh, um, they may this thing will also happen in the family but i'm teaching this just for the children so you teach them or guide them to do this on their own not a family gathering not a family prayer not a family reading and all this i'm talking that your children are going to be able to do this so you teach them to read their books together in first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 the bible says that wherefore comfort yourself together and edify one another even as also ye do comfort yourself say, wherefore comfort yourself together and edify one another even as ye do <coughs> sorry so you teach your children to be able to read books together or read stories for themselves together when they do this they are they are bringing them together so what it means that they are sharing their stories they are sharing their ideas so uh, along the way they may be able to know how each other reason based on the things they read but uh, who is more analytical who see things with eager eye who just see things on the surface so their explanation to each other of the things they read the understandings they bring together will help them to be able to know each other each other either based on temperament and all, all those things so they know what that, that what one doesn't need to hear and what the other one needs to hear in that manner so in this in this form togetherness it's one together and in this one it's uh, another way also it doesn't bring them new experiences because they read the same thing but read the same thing but different experiences that come that come up or perhaps it could be a movie they could watch the same thing but they will have different experiences all together okay uh, <clears throat> so it's this also improves the communication that they read together it also helped them to improve the communication because the answers and things that will come out will determine one's uh, uh, the understanding that somebody is having and how the person responds to issues so it's it, it helps in that manner then it also helps in improving concentration as they sit together to read they will to concentrate on there's a concentration so improve their concentration so those who perhaps may be busy type of uh sort of theme and count in a way that they will to think through 
what is being read and answer questions that follow. Point six, teach and train your children to eat together. To eat together. That's they must eat their meals together. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17, the Bible says that for we been many, many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Okay, so we are many, but we are just one body or one bread. But we are all partakers of that one bread. So as they put their hands together in the same bowl, or they put their spoon, their fork, or cutlery together in the same bowl or fetch from the same bowl and sit at the same table there there will be a lot of interaction they 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 will interact they will think like idea they will speak as they eat and all those things and at the end of the day they watch out for each other and protect each other so it protect there's a certain protection that comes around watch out or look at family that eat together it's like there's a certain protection around them so um this have probably that people have at, at home siblings then they are it's sort of uh, watching out to harm each other other through food water whatever but if your children are taught to do this they know that whatever that will be eat at the uh, together or share together are for like all of them everybody will, will take part in so there will not be this agenda of dealing with one another in a malicious way so teach them to eat together so it brings them protection then it also build up the relationship that brings stronger bond build up the relationship and brings stronger bond so teach your children to eat together or train them to eat together then point seven Point seven. Point seven. Point seven. Train or teach them to do the house choice together. Or put them in the same group to do things together. So you teach your children to do the house choice together or put them in the same group to do the things they have to do together. In Romans chapter 12, verse 4 and 5. Romans chapter 12, verse 4 and 5. The Bible says that for us we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one member of one another. So in this manner, we may not the children may not necessarily have the same discipline or the same um character or attitude or strength but as you ask them to just to put them together to do the house choice and other things the weaknesses of one another is covered and the strength of one another is shown up or there's a help there's a that need of help to help the other person to understand how things are done how these things are done so that they as they do that they, they are bonding and they are growing up together so you are helping them to bond together as they do all these things so you help them to be able to do the house toys together so in another instance it also helps them to strengthen their communication 
it also helps them to strengthen their communication. Then, point eight. Point eight. Point eight. So, this one, in the point eight, the parents must be seen to be united or together. The parent might be seen to be united or together. There are many homes where you could see really see the division of the spouses, that's husband and hus- uh, and wife. So the children are divided into factions or groups, which doesn't help matters, and this breeds hatred for the rest of their life. So children are children, spouses are spouses. So you keep your issues to yourselves and you leave your children to also have their own things to do. So you don't divide your children among your division. Okay? Don't divide your children among your division as spouse. So you have two two against one or three against one at home. No, please. Let your issues and things be resolved in your inner room visibly show your unity outside so because of this you may be forced and learn to be together and resolve your issues so as you are training your children this way you also train yourself to resolve your issues so please let the husband and the wife or the spouses be together even if there's a separation or there's a divorce there should not be that instance of trying to talk down one no don't do that before your children okay so this will help them your children to also ah daddy and that mommy are always together or they are nice to each other so let us all learn to also to be that and they will be able to do and as they do that you see as they see this they will be able to also uh, follow suit then point nine point nine parents must also be in unity with neighbors parent must also be seen to be in unity or in unison with neighbors you have parents who exchange words with their neighbors and shout and fight and things and all sort of that and expect that their children to be together and as well as to be together with other people's children no it doesn't happen that way so because of your children you must be able to restrain yourself from certain argument and things that you get into with your neighbors so perhaps what you could do is that uh, you could do that on parental levels where the children are not necessarily around so that you resolve your issue i'm not saying go and shout and fight and things so you could resolve your issues okay because when you're doing this you made your children see that okay it is good to hate people so they can easily hate their own siblings as well on that level of things some of us when we were growing up we saw a lot of fights all over so we thought it was uh, the right thing to do but thank god for jesus christ who died for us and to bring us back into the right route so these things are not good so as a parent learn to be in unison with others so it's it's when you're able to do this it encourages the children to see that there's a 
there's hope for the future. Then finally, point 10. Finally. Um, so this on the point nine, it is also for you and your siblings. So as parents, parent as parents or spouses, your siblings you must also be seen to be in unison with your siblings as well. No infighting, no backbiting, no talk down of one person uh, of your sibling to your children. Okay, when you do that, you mar the relationship and the bonding aspect of your children with each other and with their siblings or cousins as well. So you don't do that. So not just your neighbors, but also your um, your siblings as well. Then finally, point 10, reward for group success. So um, uh, on this point, trying as hard that we, it is good to reward for individual successes and achievement but can you also encourage group success so you put them together to be able to achieve things as a group so that so so that the the reward is for the group not just the uh, the individual so even in the academics so okay if you have two kids or four kids okay this this term as you all as you write your exam i expected that none none of you have below 60 percent and if all of you are above 60 percent there's a reward for all of you so when you do that it means that the rest will support each other it's just someone who is weak they will be able to support the person during their studies and things so that that person will be able to also come up so the person will not drop them down so when they do that there's a bond of helping each other to grow so when they do that then they, they, they know that their reward is coming for the group not just one person so it helped them to grow okay it helped them to grow together and in, in, in bonding so you help them to do that you want to help them to do that so they grow together in bonding so that they don't go necessarily having to have a a fight or needed to win or show the face of that okay i'm the one who is the best no group success i was to the same way any any other thing even as they go on camping and other thing they must they must be success like it might be group success not individual successes because when you read the features after 5 verse 30 the bible says for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones so let them know that they are members of christ's body Christ flesh and Christ uh, Christ bone. So in the reverse, they are telling them their their body is one, their flesh is one, their bones are one. So they must be able to do things in unison. So it brings them bonding. As we Christian with diverse um, ethnic backgrounds and things are one in Christ. So it teach your children to do that. So when they able to do this, they also learn forgiveness. They learn to forgive each other, and they also learn to appreciate each other they learn to forgive each other and also learn to appreciate each other just to let you know the in first Corinthians 13 verse 11 the bible said that i was a child when i was uh, when i was a child i spoke as a child but when i became an adult i put away childish things so we'll be able to do all these things and train your children they will actually be adult before they get to their adulthood. But know something in Isaiah 55, verse 11, the Bible says, So is my words that go out from my mouth. 
it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose of for which i sent it now notice uh, you probably do do all these things and better and, and in any other other things that will resolve the issues to make your children far better but know that your responsibility is your responsibility so do it but the response the child response is the child's own response so the child may not ne- may not necessarily be able to uh, follow all these guys obey them but that shouldn't get uh, 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 discourage you from doing all this and so help the children to be able to go along this line if they don't even take it and i promise you that at the end of the day somewhere some some somewhere somehow in their life they will these things will pop out in their life and they will be awakened to it and they'll be very grateful that you taught them even though they didn't take uh, actions about it i know many people whose parents pray for them send them to church they never accepted christ they never even been in the church but they grown in their old age they be able to recollect all this and now come back to christ so believe that you are planting a good seed on their heart and the god will be the one that will make sure that the seed you are planting in their heart will work out work out and the result that you wish or you so desire will come to pass so don't get discouraged that oh my children will not take they will take it god will be there for you and they will take it see yours is to do the direction okay and god will take yeah will do the uh, the watering and the determination thank you so soon you've come to our 10 possible ways uh, of helping your kids to uh, bond with each other god bless you for listening to this episode and um, thank you next week next week we shall meet next week again on uh, another episode that will bring you a lot of pleasure and knowledge well my name is wisdom coaching Mason. get my book the honeymoon on the uh, amazon the honeymoon by wisdom coaching Mason on amazon and kobo books you can also send an email wisdomquestionmenser at gmail.com and you can send me a message sms or direct call to plus two three three two four two five five six one two plus two three three two four two five five six one two it's see you i will just urge you to recommend this podcast my podcast to your friends to subscribe your friends and relatives to subscribe share the experiences with us and with other people as well and, um, and give us feedback and review and the areas that you may also want us to talk about since the, this podcast is about family relationship and marriage so anything that on that side will be available to respond to you appropriately we also do group discussion and, and uh, we do our whatsapp um, training and or online training so we can delay the help invite us to your group that will be able to do that for you and speak to your groups as well your church group work group and other things so see you bye bye